Hello everyone and welcome to Holistic Healing with Deepshika. Today I would like to talk about a topic that I was not really aware of till I started on my journey. And that's when I realized that as adults, usually a majority of our emotional triggers, fears, pet peeves, or our way of thinking, uh, reactions, and so much more is directly related to this aspect of our lives. The part that we refer to as the inner child. The simplest way to define the inner child is that all of us have a child within each of us. No matter our age, a very simple naive child who is also very sensitive. This inner child is that part of us that retains emotional and psychological experiences whether good or bad and the resulting wounds from childhood. The reason it is called a child is because it is very impressionable and at times, without us realizing, it holds on to certain events, result of which is seen as we get older. Simplest of examples and the most common one is how young boys are again and again told that they have to be strong and that boys don't cry. We all are aware of the result of such talk. We have men who are emotionally unavailable and see emotions as a weakness. When the inner child is wounded or neglected, it can also lead to certain patterns of negative self-talk, low self-esteem, anxiety, depression and difficulty in forming healthy relationships. At the same time, nurturing the inner child means acknowledging and honoring the emotional needs and experiences of our younger selves and learning to parent ourselves in the present meaning that we validate all those emotions that we felt as a child and we had to undergo a certain event or experience. We acknowledge that any feelings felt during a specific event were not irrational or unwanted. Simplest of things like a child being competed upon as being skinny can lead to a lifetime of body image issues. How do I know that? Because I was a super skinny child who was again and again commented upon being skinny, having thin legs and arms. We all know how the relatives in the Indian family are. And that just made the matters worst. Because as per them, every vacation, I would have become thinner and thinner. It was amazing that I did not vanish because of the way that they thought that I was losing weight. And uh, when my family heard these comments, they felt that these comments were directed towards them because I told everyone that I did not get food. You cannot imagine the pressure I felt as a 7 or 8 year old to gain weight. Now, if I think of this incident or these incidents that took place as an adult and especially as an Indian adult, there was nothing wrong with these comments. But as a child, for the longest time, I was ashamed of my skinny arms. And I had stopped wearing skirts, shorts or anything that showed my legs. Today, as a 33-year-old, I couldn't be more thankful for my skinny body and good metabolism. I mean, I have been lucky because I can have cheat days even in the middle of the week. But that's just God's grace. Before I continue... 
I would like to specify that I am in no way talking about any specific way that a body should look or a body type being better than other. But only about how simplest of comments from an adult can affect a child's thinking and how it perceives things. When we talk about inner child in connection to holistic healing, we recognize that emotional and mental health are just as important as physical health. Childhood experiences can shape the way we perceive and interact with the world and unresolved issues from childhood can lead to emotional and mental stress in adulthood. One approach to address this is to nurture the inner child. Now there are various ways to nurture the inner child. Some of the ways are the first manner has to be by validating and acknowledging emotions. Emotions are a natural and essential part of being human and every emotion is valid. When we validate our emotions, we give ourselves permission to feel them fully without judgment or shame. We can practice this by checking in on ourselves regularly and acknowledging how we feel. If we find ourselves judging or dismissing our emotions, we can remind ourselves that they are valid and deserving of attention and care. Next on the list is reparenting. It involves giving ourselves the nurturing and care that we may have missed out on during our childhood. It means treating ourselves with kindness, compassion and understanding as we would with a child. This can involve speaking to ourselves with kind words, giving ourselves permission to rest, play and express creatively and taking care of our physical and emotional needs. Third on the list is self-compassion. Self-compassion involves treating ourselves with the same kindness and compassion that we would give to a friend. It means acknowledging our imperfections and flaws and accepting ourselves as we are and that we are human and we all make mistakes. By cultivating self-compassion, we can learn to be more forgiving, less judgmental and more accepting, not only of ourselves but others too. The next thing that comes to my mind is creative expression. Creative expression is a powerful way to connect with the inner child and express emotions. Engaging in creative activities like art, music, dance or writing can help us access our inner world and express our feelings in a safe and non-judgmental way. We usually see in television series and movies how a teacher knows a child is troubled by the child's work in the classroom, usually a drawing or an essay. That's what creative expression is. As we grow, we learn to fit ourselves in a box as per the society and our own expectations. Creative expression can be a tool for healing emotional wounds and tapping into our inner wisdom and breaking out of the chains we have placed on ourselves, whatever may be the reasons leading to it. And lastly, inner child work. Inner child work involves exploring and healing the emotional wounds and experiences from childhood. This can be done through therapy, journaling, creative expression and guided meditations. Inner child work allows us to reconnect with the younger self and provide the nurturing and care that was missing. It can involve 
revisiting past memories, understanding how they shaped us and learning to reframe them in a positive light. Nurturing the inner child is a vital part of holistic healing. By acknowledging and healing childhood wounds, we can develop a deeper sense of self-awareness, self-compassion and inner peace. When we nurture our inner child, we can connect with our authentic selves and lead a more fulfilling life. Connecting to your inner child can lead to healing not only from mental issues but also physical ones. Most easily visible change that can be seen in a person who has been able to connect to his or her inner child is the confidence, poise and self-acceptance with which they conduct themselves. And with this, I come to the end of the episode. I hope that this information was useful. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your loved ones. Do leave a review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Have an awesome day ahead.